new episode of the Analyze This Podcast. I am Connor Woodley. Co-hosting with me is... Christian Saylor. Oh, what's up? What's up? So let's start with a quick update um, for the future. The way this podcast is going to work from here on out is Christian and I are going to be holding the fort down because Curtis is in the military and is going to be getting shipped off to a very far away place soon. So he can't exactly come to the phone right now. We'll try to do guest episodes with him and see where that takes us in the future. But as for now and going forward, it's going to be sports and stuff and I talking about various topics. (laughs) Um, Coming back at you every single week. So we are effectively restarting this. Hope you like the new intro music. The new flame. The, the, the young flame. <laughs> the young, the young <laughs> new hip-hop flame intro music. But I think that's enough about the future of the show. Let's get into our topic for today. Today we are talking about the NFC and AFC championship games. Yeah. Conference championship Conference weekend. championship weekend in pro football. The friggin' Jags and the Eagles are in this. <sighs> Who would have thought, man? Dude, it's, it's tough. It's pretty tough right now. Um, looking at these two matchups, we're going to start with the AFC because that's the first game, 12.05 on Sunday, Patriots-Jags. Um, I'm going to start this off by just stating that I can't believe the Jags are here. Like, I know it's, it's like... Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, <laughs> it's it's run first. Blatantly incredible. Protect the ball, like, all this stuff. But, like, I just... I can't believe we're here. And then... You look at the Patriots, and you're like, what an easy road. Like, they get the Titans, they get the Jags, and then if the Eagles win, they're going to get Nick Foles, Blake Bortles, Marcus Mariota. It's like the Eastern Conference wrapped up into one. It's, it's, it's NBA transitioning yeah, to football. It, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, I think going into this game, my initial thoughts are the Patriots are going to stomp the Jaguars, and their defense is going to matter because Bortles is going to crash back down to earth. Like, that's kind of the way my initial thought of this game is. And then I think to myself, well, maybe the Jags defense, maybe Brady's little thumb issue, the whole thumb gate Whatever thing Whatever it is, going he on. messed Whatever. up his hand, right? Yeah, he his hit thumb. It, or... Yeah, he, they said he hit it on a, um, what, a, on helmet? a helmet. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a cut. It's not a That player probably got cut who he hit his helmet <laughs> on, let's be real. His family's never to be heard from again. Belichick's like, call the mafia, like... <laughs> Call the mob. Belichick is the mob. Tell him you know what to do. <laughs> Execute Operation 12. TB12. Get it TB12. done. TB12. That's Jesus. right. So yeah, I, how does this go? So he has a hand injury. He has this yeah. TB12 training whatever <laughs> that apparently is supposed to keep you from never getting hurt. Do, do they got to scrap that whole program now? Like what's going on? I don't know. Like I football football's football. Yeah. Like, it's it's freak accidents happen. I remember playing in high school and the amount of times you would just like get hit awkwardly and get a dead arm for like no reason. Stuff just happens. Yeah. And I think that's what happened here. But I don't know if it really matters all that much. Like right. does it? Does I mean, it matter? Does his injury matter? I mean, it does, but, like, do we I mean, it really does, think it's bad enough? Um, I mean, Jags' defense is good enough to where if he's off a little bit, that could yeah. be, like, four picks. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's out here <laughs> talking the world into talking flames. So that mess. <laughs> um, the, the thing that's got me curious, so the lines for this game currently, the Patriots are an eight-point favorite. It opened at nine. It opened at nine. I remember seeing nine. it on Monday. Yep. Got all the way up to nine and a half, I believe, and it has mm-hmm. dropped to eight since the Brady injury. 
Um, the point total, I think, opened up at 46.5 and, and has since dropped to 45. So not much drop there. Um, okay. This, I think it's an intriguing mm. game. Uh, when I look at this game, I see a Jaguars defense that represents everything that has given Tom Brady trouble throughout his career. I mean, okay. you think back to all those Giants teams. He had yeah, the two rush. Giants teams he had trouble with, <laughs> and even teams in this past year, a, pa- a really good pass rush mm-hmm. and an above-average secondary that has usually one stud in it, and that stud happens to be Jalen Ramsey. Uh, and then you Who's got AJ really Boye on the other end. So, yeah. I mean, they've got talent. So, uh, that's where I'm intrigued with this game. I think the Jaguars, if Blake Bortles can, I mean, what, complete 50% of his passes? I, yeah. That's such a low bar. But, I mean, Blake Bortles, here we are. <laughs> um, I think if he can complete 50% of his passes and not turn the ball over, I think one turnover and they're probably done. Um, I, one turnover that goes the way of the Patriots, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, you, you can't have Bortles go out there and throw a pick six. You just no, can't have no, it. No, um, you can't have him throw a pick six. It has to be the deep ball pick, which yeah, is essentially the that's long basically punt. A the 50-yard yeah. pick where they're down inside their own 10, and it's like, okay, it's terrible to lose the possession. Yeah, but, but he just not chucks it up. Points. You can't have him give the Patriots the ball in plus territory. No. Um, uh, I mean, Tom I Brady think at home in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> something for some reason. I think the Jags are going to hang in this game. I definitely don't think they're going to win. Um, they they're going to lose. I mean, they just don't. Their defense can carry you far enough. Number but, two defense in the league. Yes. Um, but I mean, those Giants teams they had just as good of a defense, and but they at least had an offense. A, competent mm-hmm. offense um if Allen robinson of one rookie running back yeah i mean uh if Allen robinson is healthy does it change it probably because that's yeah. just a real um, receiver it's not keelan cole Allen hearns keelan cole or <laughs> keenan like, cole Allen hearns is fine these yeah, guys I mean, are fine fine but that's that's it's not Allen robinson right <laughs> but that's their offense it's fine outside yeah. of Fournette, it's it's fine yeah i mean their offense their offensive scheme is do not turn the ball over run the ball 30-plus mm-hmm. times, and hope something happens. I mean, it's only a matter of time before these Patriots DBs are going to start jumping those short routes because Bortles isn't going downfield. Yeah. Um, you just have to sack the box. Like, the Patriots... Oh, yeah, they're going to make Bortles throw. They're going to make him throw. And it's... When I saw the Atlanta-Philadelphia game last weekend, I was stunned at how much respect Atlanta was giving to Nick Foles. And you saw on those early or late first early second quarter drives where Ajayi was just eating the the, uh, yep. the Falcons alive yeah and when as I'm watching that game I'm thinking just stuff the box mm-hmm. and force Foles to beat you deep and I they know he had it. deep ball success no they wouldn't they wouldn't but that's what the Patriots need to do here and not overthink yes. it like force the Jaguars to beat you deep yeah force Blake Bortles to make one or two big plays before you give him that respect I think you we talked about that. that on the Twitter sphere during that Eagles game is we were both just like, stack the box. Like, what are you like, doing? Why do you only got six guys in the box? They're eating you alive. Like, yeah, that, that was when Ajayi was chunking them. They, yeah. they figured it out too late. Um, but I I think the Patriots' defense has been better. Like most people have said, it's yeah. been better statistically. It has been since the start of the season when it was just atrocious. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's good enough. It's the Jags' offense. Yeah. Then again – the, the, the Jags just walked into Pittsburgh 
and put up and 45. Put up 45 against Ben and the Steelers and gave up 42. What a weird game. Like, I mean, what a weird game. And you, and this is what uh, throws me off for this game. The, you can probably say, actually, you probably definitely say <laughs> the Steelers have a better defense than the Patriots do. Yeah, Patriots have been switched well, all year. Thing. Besides for like a three, yeah, that's that definitely Shazier hurts the being out. I know it's bad to like analyze. Yeah, when you're just like, God, I hope he can walk again. Yeah, like, but. But they're, you're watching that game, and you're like, Shazier would have gotten there. Shazier would have gotten that's, on that one. Right. Like, see, it it does matter. Yeah. I know we want it, we. It's tough to analyze it because you don't want to get all like football analytical when yeah. you're talking about somebody's ability to walk. But it still does have yeah. some kind of an impact. But I mean, to my point, so the Patriot, yeah, the Steelers defense without Shazier is that pretty much equal to the Patriots' defense? Who do the Patriots have fair to say. that can yeah. honestly scare this Jaguars' offense? Well, that's a good point. The Patriots don't have anyone that can really scare the Jags' offense. No. But outside of Fournette, the Jags' offense doesn't have anyone that can really scare the Patriots' defense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind yeah, of a, right. eh, it's like I, I agree their defense doesn't have that main stud, and they're definitely not a top yeah. defense. I mean, other than the Patriots, was it the Jags are the number two defense – Mm-hmm. in the league in the regular season. Minnesota was number one. Philadelphia yep. was number four. Comparatively, the Patriots, I believe, are somewhere between 10 and 15. Yeah. They ended somewhere in the middle of the pack. And they, yeah, they don't even want to scare the Jags offense, which means you're probably just going to get the, the typical thing. Like, if I'm the Jags and Gus Bradley, I do what got us here. You mm-hmm. run the ball. You have to. You run the ball and you run play action. You you have to. You yeah. can't change it up, and you basically have to hope that you win the one-on-one matchups. Yeah, I mean, what good is going to come from Bortles chucking it 40 times? They're going to lose. <laughs> they will lose that game. You don't say. You want like, Bortles, Bortles to throw, what, times. 20 to 25? Like, that's it. Of course. Like, that's all you With want. With half of those being they, play they action. They put up 45 last week, and I think he threw the ball 27 times. Like, that's unheard of. That's – I. It works when you have a line and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. It works when Honestly. it works when you commit to it. And yeah. I know like they ended up ten and six and they won their two playoff games and they're not as sexy of a pick and they barely beat the freaking Bills, but like when you have a good day and you win one on one matchups, this style can work. Yeah. It can. It doesn't mean it always is going to work. And everyone's like, Oh, it's the old Smash Mouth way of playing football. I'm like, no, it's just it's counter to what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And that's why it works. Um it's like in the NBA, if you have someone like Embiid who can hit threes and just dunk over people, if you have just a bunch of wings that can't yeah. like defend multiple positions, but they're just like long-armed, like, oh, that'll be fine. The counter yeah. to that is finding a big dude that can exploit that. And it's just going counterculture in one little area. And yeah. I think, honestly, for me, I, I, I put this game, if this game gets played 10 times, the Patriots win 9 out of 10. Like, yeah. It's the Patriots, and I hate the Patriots, and I'm going to continue hating the Patriots after they beat the Jaguars this Sunday. Uh, I hope the Jags win because it would be really fun to have Jalen Ramsey and the Jags in the Super Bowl because we've seen the Patriots in the Super Bowl so many times. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm done. I've seen it. It's like Jimmy Johnson. I'm done with it. I'm done. I've seen the same guy in the same place over and over again. Let's change it up. Yeah, I mean, it's like... You know, Warriors, Cavs, three years in a row. Like we've seen it. Mm, All yeah, right, yeah. give us something else. That's like, right. Yeah, Durant gave us a nice little little injection, something different yeah. last year. But okay, let's let's move on now. So I yeah. think the so Patriots, you got Patriots. I think they win somewhere in the ballpark of like thirty-one to fourteen. I think it's probably close for the majority of the game. Like I do think it is close, but I think the Patriots figure it out 
And get, the Jags get, don't, the, don't have enough offensive juice yeah, to stay with the them. The Bortles pick in the third quarter, Oof. and a seven-point lead turns into a 14-point yeah. lead. And that's the point at which everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's right. The Patriots are going to win this game. All right, all There's right. going to be doubt. There's going to be social media panic out of Boston, like yeah. always. And then – because it's just – I can't pick – in this year, this is probably – if you want to pick the Jags, this is the year to do it. This year's yes. been nuts. And the, the only team that's been good enough to say, like, this team should make the Super Bowl – is the Patriots. Yes. That's why I'm picking them. But conversely, you can just as easily say, this year makes no effing sense. Nick Foles and Case Keenum are playing in the NFC Championship. The Jags are going to win because of craziness. And I know that's not exactly the most like logical of arguments, but yeah. this year hasn't made any sense. It yeah. hasn't. It's been the most wide-open year in a while. Yeah. Honestly. like The favorites really aren't favorites. If yeah. Wentz was still healthy, we'd be having a different conversation. Yes. But injuries really changed the face of who was good and mm-hmm. who wasn't and what their ceilings yeah, all are. All year. All year. So, yeah, I'm taking Patriots. I could see the Jags pulling this out, but they have to get ahead early. Yeah. Like, they need the Brady pick early. They need to go up 17-0. Yeah. But even then, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm just like, oh, Brady's down 17-0 at home in the playoffs. Like, they're still winning. And that's why I'm still Well, we picking. thought that about the Steelers last weekend, too, but when this, they were down, what, 17-3, yeah. whatever it was. But. The Steelers aren't the Patriots. Yeah, as much as I hate, as much as like in my soul it hurts, and I don't like New England, it's still Tom Brady. Just just yeah. the Super Bowl last year. Just... Dudes were down twenty eight to three. And granted, Atlanta made a lot of mistakes, but yeah. I don't think that Jacksonville has this track record of being this amazing decision making team that's yeah. not going to repeat those Atlanta mistakes. You, mean you don't trust Doug Marone? No, I don't trust <laughs> Doug Marone, and I don't trust. The young players on the team. Yeah. Like, I think they're going to come A lot of hot out, heads on that team. Which is so, good. Good, but with some especially experience. Especially on the defense. Yeah. So, who do you have? Uh, I got Patriots, like I said. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think I got them. I don't think they're going to win by 20 like you do. I, I got them win by, like, 15. 6. 31, 14, something like that. That's 17. Yeah. I'm myself. Whatever. I, got, <laughs> I think they're going to win by, like, 6. And, honestly, it's probably them kind of like you. They're up. You know, 10-ish all game. They go up by, like, 14 at one point. Jags come back and make it a one-possession game, but it's too late. And the Patriots and yeah. run out the clock at the end and ball and game. They just, they're like, we're the Patriots. Sorry, yeah. this isn't happening. We're we're in New England. Yeah. We're I going mean, to the Super Bowl. I'm seeing something Sorry. like probably 23-17. I mean, I just okay. don't think the Jags will be able to move the ball enough. But I think the Patriots will move the ball. I just think they're going to have to settle for a few more field goals than they, they want will. to. It'll be enough, though. Yeah. This is what you're saying. Okay. Um, but my NFL, because it's it's tough to watch the NFL this year and not see how the refs have influenced a few games, to put it lightly. Same with the NBA, too. The refs oh, yeah. seem seemingly been really weird in both leagues. Yes, and Jeff it seems very influenced based off of, uh, you know, current activities and whatnot oh. that's going on. So conspiracy I, I have a conspiracy theorist for uh, Do you? I have, I have a I theory for this. this. I want to so, hear this conspiracy theory. Let's go. Seeing as this is Let's the first this. game, if the Patriots win, I think second game it's whoever wins wins. I don't think they're okay. going to have any influence on that game. If the Jags win, I think there's going to be major pressure to get the Vikings into the Super Bowl from the NFL mm. standpoint because mm. – who wants to watch a Vikings Eagle Super Bowl? Wait, no one. You mean Jaguars? Er, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, Jaguars Eagle Super Bowl. <laughs> Who would want to watch that? I you want to watch a ten to nine I'm, I'm SEC style game? Like, I would just get drunk. Hell no! Like no, no one wants to watch that. Oh, no one wants to watch a defensive SEC style struggle. 
And so that's my conspiracy theory. Um, if the Patriots win, I don't think the NFL cares who represents the NFC because the Patriots are probably winning that game anyways. I think the Vikings could give them a run for their money. The, okay. But if the Jags win, the Eagles are not advancing. They're not advancing. Okay. It's That's he, all I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say to your conspiracy. <laughs> I think that if you really want to dive into the minds of an NFL exec and TV people, of course they have a rooting interest in this game. They have a rooting interest for people to watch a team um, over other teams, like there's a reason, there's a reason they want teams like the Yankees to make it because look at the TV numbers; they're always higher. Yeah. Like you're never doing better than that Cubs World Series. They wanted that. We we knew it. Yeah. So I think that and this this should lead us into our second game. I think that the NFL probably wants Minnesota to win. Oh yeah, they at want all the costs. home Super Bowl, and that game. makes me happy because I want to see that because I'm <laughs> yes. a fan of the a NFL, of and I couldn't care less about the Vikings or the Eagles. But damn it, a home team sounds really, really cool. So it's for, nothing we've ever seen before. No. I mean. So for me, this is a big test. This is a big test where a lot of people, the NFC East, you being a fan of a team there included, yeah, yeah. NFC East teams like to point fingers at each other and say like this team has more help from the rest. Yep. This team is always on the favorable side. Yep. Now we have one of those teams in a massive position, and they're seemingly against what you would assume the NFL wants. Yes. So if you're a super sports conspiracy theorist and you like to dive into this stuff and it's completely ridiculous, but like deep down <laughs> you want to believe, like this is a big game to watch because Minnesota going to the Super Bowl can you imagine ticket prices? They're gonna fall. It'd be insane. They're gonna fall so much if they lose this game. Yes. Like, like the prices right now are what the cheapest tickets on SubHub are like four grand. I haven't looked because Minnesota. I, I, I imagine people from Minnesotans or people from Minnesota. I'm not gonna pretend to know. Oh, if the. <laughs> I mean, Minnesota it will be a true home game. Oh yeah. Which then no, literally leads you to believe, does the game. NFL want that? Do they want that kind of an advantage over? Whoever the opponent they want, would be. I think they want the story. I think yeah. the story matters yeah, more. Yeah. And they, also, one quick thing to you need watch the headline. too hmm. with this with this game. If Minnesota wins this game, I believe the AFC is hosting the Super Bowl. So do they get they the visitor visitors. locker room? Or do they're like, it's our home like field, we get our home locker room. Get out. See, I could see like Belichick being like, no, we're taking the home locker oh, room. Oh, of course yeah. you are. But I see both teams <laughs> fighting the NFL over that. It would be weird. That's funny. So, Eagles-Vikings. 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 All right, Nick to uh, preface it. So, the Vikings oh, are currently three-and-a-half-point favorites with a line, a point total of just 39. Okay. That point total might be high. It's high. I think it's, it's high. high. It's I would, high. I would vote on, or I would, I would bet high. under that point total. Um, I mean, it's like first to fifteen wins. <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. I mean, you're banking on both teams. You're banking on 2017, basically, if you take the under. Yeah. And and I don't think that's crazy whatsoever. This is like I gonna, said. That's high. This I, game is my opinion. A it's a little high. This game is a game that I personally, I'm honestly, I don't. This game is going to be more fun than Patriots Jags, just because. I think any game the Patriots are in, I automatically roll my eyes, and a lot of yeah. people do. But, God, Case Keenum versus Nick Foles, dude. And then this is where Ajay we're at. versus what a time. Jarek McKinnon. Like it's, it's, hey, don't forget Latavius Murray. Latavius. <laughs> <laughs> the, the former 
standout 3.6 yards per carry running back for the Raiders. Love those fumbles and pages. Kill him. So this game for me, I think the three points to the Vikings is probably a good thing. I think it's it's correct. I'm scared because I do think the Eagles have a serious shot to win this game. At the same time, I think Minnesota has a serious shot to win the Super Bowl. It all depends. I thought that the that the Minnesota New Orleans game. I said this last week before the game happened. This needs to be the oh, NFC Championship. I tweeted it out really like, we're robbed that we have to watch Eagles Vikings, and then the game ended how being incre- historic. How incredible would that ending have been if it had a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl trip on the line? <laughs> Digs going up no, and no. I'm sorry, number forty three. I don't even know your name, rookie defender. What is you doing? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, what are you doing, dude? Oh man! Like, Everyone he was America. diving before Diggs even caught the ball. <laughs> like, I sat there and watched that thing on loop. Just like I, I, confused. oh my Days god! You cost so your city Williams, right? a trip to the NFC title game, dude. Like, wrap him up. Anyways, yeah, but that, and I digress. That but. also, I'm gonna. This is folds into the game. I actually think that. It was Marcus Williams, by the way. Marcus Williams. But right. I I think that plays like that start to reflect on coaching. And there's where the intersection of, like, coaching and player talent. Because these days we're, we just kind of, like, talk about talent. Because co- so much yeah. of coaching is behind the scenes in the mm-hmm. NFL. It's yeah. in the rooms with the playbooks. When a moment like that occurs, the players have to execute, period. Like, when someone tells you to do something, you need to go do it to – in whatever in life. That's yeah. a really basic principle. But where it gets complicated is when the emotions are running high mm-hmm. and you have to understand Keenum's arm strength versus what can what can hurt you in the yeah. moment. So as a coach, I feel like there's responsibility to grab your players and say, this is what you do, period. And you lit- you grab them by the jersey. You grab all your defenders and you scream at them and say, these are the rules of engagement. This is what we cannot allow. So do not do under any circumstances. Make sure you wrap up. Yeah. Only knock the ball down. Do not let them go out of bounds past the 45-yard line. Like Those are key tenants. And to me, making that style of a tackle, like, maybe they did go over it. but They had to have. But I like, mean... it's hard for me. It's hard for me because how in that situation – you, you you have to make sure that your players know what's well, instincts at that. But look at the ste- look at the scheme. Yeah. He was he was the guy back there running cover two on that, and I get that like you can't allow a forty yard pass out of bounds because they can kick a field goal well, in the game. It was I one think point. by the time Diggs had caught the ball, time was already expired. You wrap him up, game's over. Like there's no timeout, well, exactly. there's no nothing. And I just God I hope the Saints coaches did that. Because to me that was a blunder on both ends. Like the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you a just got to think. has to happen to make that. You just got to think, you know, right before that play, they're all talking like, hey, you know, you're the last guy back, which why you're in cover two at that point. I also have no idea. See, and this is the, Put yeah. six dudes at the 20. Like make them you run mean, past you. You can't though. Like, because remember, they were only down one. A field goal oh, you're ends right, you're at right. two. But still, Keep I think they bounds. snapped they it no with what, outs, three right? seconds left. Yeah, they, had they no, weren't going to get a field goal. That no, was it. They had no timeouts. Yeah, no, so they, so no they couldn't stop the ball or spike it if yes. it goes up thirty. The game was yards. over. Yeah. Diggs caught that ball with mm. zeros on the clock. Mm. You have he catches that ball. You got a few dudes at the twenty. It's done. Game's over. It's done. Like yeah, it's over. 
Ah, whatever. It's the Saints. <laughs> so that's this is, who this dat, is where we are. But who it, asks? Regardless of how many mistakes they made, it would have been a more fun game. And yeah. we're stuck with watching the Eagles and the Vikings, two fairly boring teams overall, where I personally think Minnesota was kind of a dark horse team for me. I remember when I was talking to to Robert about doing a, the, the um, fantasy football like playoff yeah. draft, right? Yeah. We're yeah. trying to figure out. He was so big on Jaguars, and I was like, I don't know. Like, if you can grab Vikings players, I have a feeling – that and it's not just a feeling like they were the number one defense and their offense did enough to win like that defense is serious so I, I just thought like I think there's not enough buzz and they have a home stadium push they have really good reason to make a deep playoff run they just do yeah and I think I mean they've been good all year they have been and nobody just nobody talks about it yeah no one said a word about the Vikings but they just because it's Case Keenum everyone said ah yeah. well it's Case Keenum they can't go far yeah, but you low no. key pay attention to Case Keenum and he's out here slinging like, <laughs> He's doing things. He's out here slinging. But, like, look at the other quarterbacks that are here. It doesn't even matter. Apparently, it doesn't even matter. No, it's if you have an elite defense, it does not matter who your quarterback mm. is. It's, it does. I mean, is Eli Manning elite? That's. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's got two Super Bowls. Freaking Eli Manning. Oh, man. Dude's Eli got top ramen for an arm, and he has two Dude's Super Bowls. <laughs> cup like, noodles for an God, arm. Man. He's got cup noodles for an arm. Poor Eli. Eli's a nice guy. I'll give Eli this. You don't know that. I'll, I'll give Eli Manning this. I picture this. Eli as being the biggest whiny bitch of, of course all time. You, of like. course you do. <laughs> See, this is the NFC East thing we're talking about. It's cutthroat in the <laughs> NFC East. Um, Eli, to me, at least seems like a, a decently nice human being. He at least seems like kind of a reserved guy. He doesn't have off-the-field incident crap, like, in general, like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he has top ramen for an arm, but I don't, <laughs> I don't hate the guy like Brady for cheating (laughs) you know what I mean like so the Eagles defense is pretty good too yeah Nick Foles is not that good Eagles defense is really good Ajay is not that good he's Mm. fine I mean I I guess that's probably a little mean he's He's fine fine. he's He's fine fine. there it is yeah he's fine Jeffrey's good McKinnon's Jeffrey's fine (laughs) and outside of that there's just not a lot of offensive punch really to be found yeah for the whole Jeffrey argument is you say Jeffrey's good. Is he better than the Vikings secondary? Is he better than Rhodes? I mean, no, but I could see them going back and forth. I think he'll okay. have a few nice catches in what, this like game. Four for 45, something like that. It depends that. on when the catches come, yeah. too. Like, I think he has the ability. He does have the ability to go grab a ball. Dude yeah. has massive hands. So, like, you can, you can use him... I mean, the Eagles are going to hopefully use him like normal, and I, I really hope the Vikings come out better prepared than the Falcons did because the Falcons looked like an absolute nightmare. Yeah, the thing the Falcons did a very is very impotent they Eagles team. Yeah, one, the Falcons <laughs> didn't stuff the box, which they should have. You got to make Foles beat you. Two, their cornerbacks are like ten yards off of the receivers. You know, Foles isn't going to throw deep, and if he does throw deep, it's not going to be accurate. Yeah, he like, can throw deep, but doesn't mean it's going to be like, accurate. What are you doing? And it, I think when the Eagles had their go-ahead score, the first three plays of the drives were slants to Jeffrey. Mm. Like, and the coaching just couldn't adapt. I, there's, the Vikings went up 17-0 at halftime, correct? Because the Saints missed the field Something goal. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so the Vikings had kind of a collapse, too, where yeah. the Vikings really were in control of that game, and their terrible yeah. offense couldn't score. Yeah. And it was a well, serious Well, got hot. Mm-hmm. You know, Kamara did his thing. Yeah. 
your boy did his thing, the receiver. Oh, Michael Why Thomas. Blank? Yeah, well, Michael, Michael Thomas. I, I, was... I blank out his name. I want to say Brandon Coleman, <laughs> he's such like, a, every time. But, like, Michael Thomas is such an unknown quantity because that's exactly what he is. He's just Michael Thomas. Yeah. He never gets 250 yards. He never does anything off the field. He just... But he gets his, like, 110. Or, like, 80 to 110 and, and a, a score. Touchdown. That's yeah. it. Yep. Every time. Um, but I think... I think that this game... Also, that was in a dome. You got to understand, breeze oh, yeah, in a dome right, is a right. dangerous thing. Yeah, so, is. you knew the Saints were going to score. Um, if I'm the Vikings, I don't think I sat there and felt bad about what our defense did. I mean, giving up twenty whatever points in the second half isn't good, but yeah, they were going to wear down eventually. I agree. Um, the offense couldn't stay on the field in the second half to give their defense the break they needed. So breeze was just coming at them all game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a battle of two elite defenses. It's which which offense is going to get it done. Um, I mean, how do you see this game going? I I, <laughs> I see this game probably once again coming down to turnovers because yeah. the margin for error is so slim for these teams with bad quarterbacks. These are teams that can't put enough points up on the board to matter, assuming that... You know, the other team is an offensive juggernaut like the Patriots, which is yeah. why. They don't have Aaron Rodgers under right. center to where, right. oh, we had a turnover. Yeah, but we can hang 24 on them in the second half. No problem. No, like, you don't have that luxury. not happening without big performances from the defense, like defense turning defense into offense and basically getting pick yeah. sixes or fumble recoveries. And those you can never bank on. Turnovers have a very random nature to them. Mm-hmm. I, I see this game, honestly, like, it's really hard for me to read this game because I think it's going to be a dumpster fire of an offensive game like you know me i already hate i didn't really like watching the college football national championship this year i flipped back and forth between it as terrible as that sounds like i know the ending was nuts and i watched the ending and that's great but i'm not interested in 13 to 10 and it's not just like i don't i think there's a common thing that people when i when i bash on the sec um a lot of People I talk to that are big fans of the SEC will say like, "Well, it's good football." That's and I'm, that's that's fine. That's good football yeah, on one side of the ball. Yeah, it's bad on one right. side. Right. I good would on rather the other. see the balance of good yeah. defensive plays and good offensive mm-hmm. plays. And this game is going to come down to which defense really gets more takeaways yeah. and makes the most of it. Yeah. And I think that's probably Minnesota. I think everyone thinks that. I think if you play this game. Ten times, like the other time, it's probably eight to two in favor of Minnesota with Nick Foles. If it's Carson Wentz, you can probably flip that number around. Because if the Eagles have Carson Wentz right now, they're favored by probably it's probably switched. five it's probably to seven. Three. Eh, I don't think it'd be that high. It's home. Remember, the Eagles um, are at home. So you'd have Carson home. Wentz at home. But I, I still you know I mean? think because of the Eagles. Vi- the or not def- the Eagles. The because defense. of the Vikings defense. I think, you give, I, think I, I think it's three or four with Wentz. They're, four, they're clear yeah, favorites three in the game. Three to five is fair. Um, and I think if it was in Minnesota, it would maybe be three in favor yeah. of Minnesota with Wentz. Yeah. And that's because it would be in Minnesota. That's the only reason. I think with Wentz, these teams would be – you said you said you think it'd be eight to two for every ten games in favor of the Eagles. I think I think the Eagles would win a majority, but like six four. I think it'd be sixty forty. Closer. Okay. Um, I just think yeah. I think the Vikings defense is better. Um, I think the Vikings offense. 
does more than people realize. Um, they have Diggs, more. Thielen, they have Rudolph. And, and McKinnon can give you something on the outside. Yeah, McKinnon That's for can sure. give they you have... something. Latavius somehow has one drive every game where he picks up 40 it's weird, yards. Right? It's yeah, weird. It, there's one drive every game where he's just gashing the defense. Then yeah. he goes back to two yards of carry, and you're mm-hmm. like, all right, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this game, this game is tough. Um, I think it's going to be very low scoring. I mean, I wasn't kidding when I said first to 15 wins. 17-14, um, <laughs> is yeah, that? I mean, that's probably pretty close to what it's going to be. Um, I just, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think the Vikings win. I don't, I, it, it could be a last second field goal. It could be anything. I think the Vikings win. I think they win tight. I do think they cover the three. Because I think, kind of like what I said in the other game, I think they're up by roughly a touchdown all game. Eagles kick a field goal with like two minutes, three minutes left. They cut it to four and yeah. just can't get the ball back. I think yeah. I see that kind of that kind being of how it mm-hmm. unfolds. I think Foles makes a really big mistake in this game. <laughs> Nick, <Probably>. Nick Folds. <laughs> Nick Folds. <laughs> Nick Folds. Um, I think, uh, I think Folds does something <laughs> incredibly stupid. Um, <laughs> just incre- just so Nick Foles like, um, he has a tendency. There's, there's, I just think there's a reason he's bounced between teams. Yeah, I mean he's going to be picking on Rhodes a little too much, and he's going to lose one of the battles. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. I mean, I think the Vikings win. There's, it's no shot to the Eagles at all. It's no NFC East bias or whatever. It's, I think the without Wentz, the Vikings are the better team. I do truly think the NFL wants to see the Vikings in the Super Bowl. They want a home Super Bowl. Um, that's all I think. Okay. So I am thinking the Eagles have a serious shot to win this game. And at the same time, I don't think it's going to go that way at all. Yeah. I, well, they do have a shot. They do. They do. I think this game is going to oh man this this is here we go so i actually don't think it's probably going to be low scoring i okay. think the vikings are going to destroy the eagles and the reason i think this is because of the home crowd thing i think after this win after the saints win i think there's no way that anybody is taking them the, down. The team of destiny I, thing. I, I, I'm, I'm on that train, and I think the final score is probably going to be something along the lines of like the Patriots 24, game. 27 to 10. Okay. Worse. Worse in the sense that you will score okay. less because I think the Vikings, and, and I don't think that's necessarily indicative that the Vikings are three times exponentially a better team than the Eagles. I just think that after what just happened to them and being locker room saying one game away from a home Super Bowl. Yeah. They're, and I know it's oh, they're going to come out. I know it's in up. Philly, but I think that defense. Oh my God! I think yeah. that defense is going to basically. If the Eagles try to do what they did against Atlanta, they have to change the game plan up. Obviously, but I think. But that can de- the Eagles change that game plan? They showed some you crafty gotta, play. This is what I'll give the Eagles. Well, they did show some tr- crafty play going against to Atlanta, almost and that trick was impressive. You to get yards though. They do, but because they, they, they have they, to, yeah. they are they hiding well. Nick Foles in every way they can. Well, of they course, have he was to. just throwing five yard dump offs yeah. all game. And the trick plays were working, and Atlanta has a pretty good defense. Well, the trick plays were working because they were running the ball well. I agree. If you're not running the ball well, and then it slowed those down at the end of the anything. game, you're correct. Yeah. Once we got to the second half, everything slowed. But I just, I'm going Team of Destiny here. I'm going the Vikings are just okay. destined to make the damn Super Bowl. I've thought that since playoffs started. That's why I was 
I was telling Robert when I was thinking of doing fancy playoff drafts, I'm like, I like McKinnon. I like these Vikings players. Yeah. I just – I think that they have probably the best shot with that defense to rise above the who's going to come out of the NFC because Wentz is out of the picture. Yep. And I, I – I could see the Eagles winning this game. I reiterate that, which is the crazy part about my pick. It's it's, it's so hard. But I just, if I have to put my life on it, yes, it's under 39, but it's Vikings a lot okay, and Eagles a little. And if anyone walked up to me and said, no, the Eagles are winning and here's why, like, yeah, it's less likely. I'm not calling you a crazy happen. person whatsoever. And And I think that's... I don't know. Like that's it's this game. I hope it's better than we're making out to be. Yeah. We're really crapping on it here, and I hope it ends up to be better. It's just one of the worst conference championship weekends we've had in a while. Um, to your point, I do think either team could win this game, yeah. but I think only one of these teams has a shot at actually winning the Super Bowl, and that's the Vikings. Um, and so I'm going to root for that. I think they have the best shot out of these two to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going Vikings. I think Eagles make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Especially if against the Patriots. Are we looking at like a Bucks raiders rematch yeah. where it was like 40 or, to 13? No, worse. Broncos-Seahawks. Uh, oh, years ago. yeah, no, like 48 to, to 8. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's what it would be. Yeah. Patriots-Eagles would be – here we go again. Congrats. Congrats on your six, Tom. <laughs> it'd be congrats on your six. I think the Vikings are the team that has to win to give the Patriots a chance because yeah. the team at destiny angle and the defense with an offense that has players that can do mm-hmm. exciting things. Yeah. All right. I'm about I it. That, I think that covers it. Thanks for listening guys. We're excited to be back. Expect another episode next week. We're not sure what the topic is, but we will figure that out in the coming days, but stay on the lookout for weekly episodes. For myself and Christian Saylor, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Take care. Peace.